podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach. And see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Oh, it was great to get the late reward. I uh, thought the boys toured really hard. Um, we've seen over the last four test matches if we can get into the tail. Hopefully we'll be able to go through them tomorrow and the ball's um, two overs old, so... Um, that'd be great for us. Hi everyone and welcome to Cricket Unfiltered, the News Corp Cricket Podcast. This is our SCG Day 1 Wrap. I'm your host Andrew Mensel, and I'm at the SCG with News Limited's Chief Cricket Writer Ben Horn. Mitch Marsh just said how crucial those two late wickets were and it really did turn the day's play in Australia's favour. Oh absolutely, I mean a huge momentum shift. I mean it was big enough as it was with uh, with Joe Root going in the second last over and then for Johnny Bairstow to follow. It's it's game-turning in my opinion. I mean, if, if they had gone to stumps with, you know, three three wickets down, uh, Joe Root on uh, on setting his sights for a century, I mean, England were in a huge position to, to make 400-plus. I mean, even, even more. Uh, and it's hard to lose a test from that point, uh, especially with a wicket that's already turning. And uh, they've got they've got a couple of spinners in their side, but they've blown it. And uh, the decision to send Johnny Bairstow out instead of a night watchman um, that, that's absolutely crucial, I reckon. Oh, definitely crucial. So England are five for two hundred and thirty-three. And Darwood Milan said at the press conference that the decision not to send a night watchman out was Bairstow's own decision. So I think he will be full of regret tonight because had Australia. Even had one less wicket today, it would have changed the complexion. I mean, that those two wickets have really lifted them. So now with Mo and Ali coming out tomorrow morning in really bad form, Australia could be looking at bowling England out for around 300, which is not a good total on this wicket. No, not at all. I mean, maybe even less. I mean, just remember, Mo and Ali is shockingly out of form. There's no Chris Wokes. So their tail is extremely, extremely uh, thin, I reckon. Um I can't understand why uh, the coach, Trevor Bayliss, or someone else in the dressing room didn't uh, make that decision for Bairstow. I mean, if Joe Root was in the dressing room when that happened, I'm not sure he would have let Bairstow go out to bat. So, you know, it's all well and good to say it was Bairstow's decision, but I would have thought that's why you have coaches and uh, senior people around the dressing room. Yeah, definitely. Now let's go back to the Australians. I think what stood out for me today was there has to be some question marks over Stark's decision to play in this game. He didn't look 100% fit. His pace was down. And I'm pretty sure the selectors and the captain left it up to Stark to really make a call on this one. And he's probably misjudged his own fitness. Is that a fair assessment? I th- I think so. I mean, I guess we'll find out more as the game goes on. I mean, certainly that's what I was writing until he took Joe Root's wicket. And I suppose that, in a way, that almost justified why they played him because he is that that big match player who gets the big wickets when required. So, But he did look in clear discomfort. Uh, Mitchell Marsh 
denied any knowledge of uh, of his heel giving him any trouble, which of course is what kept him out on Boxing Day. But he was cramping badly at the end. But look, you only have to look at his speeds for the day to see that they're well down on what he's normally capable of. So you'd have to think that there was an issue there. And um, and we'll see how he goes tomorrow, I guess, uh, when he comes out. Um, they can get out of jail, I guess, in terms of managing him by making a quick kill of this tomorrow. Yeah. The one thing, though, about Starks is it's not about this game. It's about the future, isn't it? You don't want him to jeopardise his health, overall health going forward. But have you ever tried pickle juice? No. Not even sure what it is. Well, it was certainly a secret ingredient. I think it's supposed to help you cramping, and he, he got a wicket after taking the pickle juice, so we might see yeah. the other bowlers trying it soon. Yeah, well, it wasn't just Stark, was it? I mean, it looked like... I mean, I thought Hazelwood and Cummins bowled really well today, given it was a pretty flat wicket, but um, but everyone seemed tired. It's Test 5, series is over, whitewash chance is over. It, it, there was a bit of a flatness about uh, about some of Australia's toil today, um, you know, and through no fault of the bowlers, really. It's just, I mean, that's a huge workload for particularly Cummins, who's never played um, more than two tests in a series to back up for five is massive. So uh, understandable amount of tiredness for Australia, but those last two wickets basically, um, you know, turns all that around. And the batsman tomorrow, Australia's batsman can really get in and make a big total. Um, I mean, this test match should be over in four days if, if Australia bat well. I like your confidence. It's fair to say that the wicket will be at its best tomorrow and the third day, so it augurs well for Australia's batsmen to really get in there and prosper. And I hope we can see another David Warner show like we saw last year. Absolutely. I mean, this wicket was still flat, as I said, probably a bit slow as well. Um, But the bounce and carry was good, ball coming through a lot better. So that'll suit Dave Warner. And, uh, yeah, I think it's all there. You know, we've seen Warner and Smith just love love batting at the SCG, so it should suit them. And we should see Usman Khawaja get a big chance. He had a bit of a scare with his knee, but came on and fielded the rest of the day. So as we've touched on in our previous podcasts, him and Bancroft need runs. Well, listeners, that's it for our daily wrap. Australia taking the late ascendancy with a burst before stumps, a late finish to today's play. So they start half an hour early on day two. Could be a big day of Australian batting. Tune in then and we'll be back tomorrow with another wrap. Yeah.